So I'm sitting out here and it's a nice day, warm, humid, Florida. Traffic behind me, seagulls in front of me, watching one right now actually. About to take a nosedive into Sarasota Bay and try to snatch himself some dinner. So the n book idea, we're going to talk about 22 things that are revealed. The big reveal, I call it the big reveal. 22 things that I believe will change the course of human history. And I want to write a book about it. I want to make it a general market. I want to introduce some basic rudimentary concepts of the Arantia book. And the 22 things that are, I think, probably relevant to everything that most human beings care about. So we're going to see if I could find that list and we'll go down that list. And I also want to share with you uh, some insight. So we're not going to read from the book this episode, but we're going to talk about some of the things that I've received in the email about the book and questions that people have. One person was writing about um, the issue of reincarnation. <laughs> I'm going to save that for the next podcast because <clears throat> we will draw from that book. We, we will draw from the UB on that one because the subject matter is fascinating. A lot of people believe in reincarnation. And there are, I think, five or six statements that the UB makes about the, the subject of reincarnation that are mind-boggling and, and quite revealing and should say, set most people straight as to what exactly they think reincarnation is and why it doesn't apply to reality. So we may squeeze that in, but if we don't, be assured the next podcast will talk about that issue and then also the issue of slavery, which I'm going to read. I think we covered that in the last segment, and that was based on an email request. So see, that's instead of taking requests for to, uh, songs like I used to, I'm taking requests for subject matter. What, what does the Urantia book say about this? And that's fine. So I always welcome questions. I mean, that's part of the conversation, right? So the, the best way to submit a question is to just send me an email. Or a, you can do that, or you can write me a letter if you'd like. Some people still like to write letters. I'll give you the address at the end of this podcast. And uh, I think I'll have it posted on my website as well. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely do the reincarnation. And we've talked about slavery and its uh, contributions up to this point and, and how the... Now it's how it's insidiously devouring uh, some, some, it's pulling, you know what's happening is that with the modern view, see I understand that racism, it, it's embarrassing when you think about how cruel human beings have treated each other. It's absolutely embarrassing. It's, it's certainly not restricted, you know, to one race. Uh, think about, think about how much joy the guards took when they, were whipping Mike Jesus and even the the revelators were saying that 
they couldn't understand this weird enjoyment that hum- humanity seems to to get pleasure out of torturing you know committing heinous cracks uh, acts anyway so on this subject so the 22 subjects that I want to get to uh, and I'm going to write a book I'm going to make myself a goal and a pledge that by the end of this year I'll, I'll have this book in finished form I might need an editor but I'll edit it and I'll get it published and then I'll start trying to get you to buy it so and then through that we can expound on I mean I'm just being honest with you uh, it seems like everybody that has a podcast has a book and as I'm reading through history I'm realizing that it's uh, books seem to give some level of authority to people rather than podcasts so and I've written one book on the Arantia book I'm, and that was 10 years ago 15 years ago so I, I see if I can get this one cooking. And I've already given the basic outline. If you go to urantiaradio.net, look at the last article, urantiaradio.net. The last article pertains to the 22 big reveals of the revelation. And we'll get to that. Okay, I found it, and, and we're going to get to it. And I want to just share with you. I'll read along. If you want to read along with me, go to the Urantia Radio website. Urantiaradio.net. Number one, uh, our planet has a massive spiritual society behind the scenes, helping as well as documenting our progress. The Most Highs do rule in the kingdoms of men. You know, every single person on this planet, with the exception of a few very spiritually enlightened individuals, have no idea that we're being bombarded by spiritual forces at every turn. I think the Arantia book says there's like six or seven impending forces that we don't see, not even including the seraphic government that rules our world and documents everything that goes on here. But there are at least, uh, I think, seven spiritual forces, uh, not including the adjutant mind spirits, by the way. That's that's one, one source. And it comes from the same source as the Holy Spirit. Anyway, uh, we are so unawares of, or unaware of, what's going on around us that we, once we become closer to this reality, I think we'll start to take note of who we are as a, as a race, and we'll start to come to terms with the fact that we've been bad, bad actors. And humanity, so far, far behind the, the curve on things that we don't even uh, slavery was an embarrassment wait till we find out that we're constantly being watched by our unseen friends I think that is going to immediately bring consciousness and the way it'll happen is it will be revealed to us I believe at some future age it will be revealed that there is a society of angels and seraphic Rulers who uh, who rule in the kingdoms of men. So number two, these are the twenty-two big reveals. The process of death, mortal cessation, and resurrection is fully explained. And I've looked and I've read, and I'm sure you have too, but I've never been able, as far as I can tell, ever read a clear description of the process of death 
anywhere except for in the Arantia book. You know, I would I would challenge anyone to show me a a better presentation. Even if you want to call the UB a theory or an idea, as some some would probably do, it's still pretty uh, well explained. The process of dying, personality, cessation, the three kinds of death, the process of, of our soul and our spirit being transported off this world to another place where we are resurrected. It gives detail to what we experience when we first have that resurrection morning. I mean, that's pretty mind-blowing stuff. Think of how many people, their lives would changed, would be changed if they conceived and someone were to tell them what happens when you die. That would change the individual. Their whole life, it would be the equivalent of being born again, in my opinion. The process of death being fully explained. Number three, the explanation of races. We now know why there are distinct racial groups. I think the Urantia presentation would bring about a renewed racial harmony. We would have a better understanding of our past and why God has races, what their purposes are, because, again, show me a better presentation. Number four, the real purpose of marriage and family life. Truly progressive civilization starts in the home. We need this message more than anything because the home is disintegrating. The Urantia book doesn't say that the homes are disintegrating, but it gives us ideas on what clues there are when, when we want to see if society is disintegrating, and one of them is the family. When the family starts to break apart, so does the fabric of society. It's stated over and over. And so we need an authoritative statement on the subject to remind us the importance of family and marriage in our institutions, in our education, in our society, in our culture. Marriage and family must be upheld and the Urantia book, I believe, will go a long way in explaining why marriage and family are so important to progress in civilization. Number five, the goal of civilization is spiritual and intellectual. So for the first time, we have a clear-cut mission. We have a clear-cut destination on what we hope to achieve in the next millennia. Our, our goal is not material prosperity. It's spiritual and intellectual enlightenment. That's a profound goal. And that's one that, that calls on the best of everyone, really. Uh, number six, we are not alone. And in fact, there are not just a few, but, but millions, billions, and potentially even trillions of worlds just like ours that have life. And we've seen it on TV. We've seen it in Twilight Zone. We've watched it being discussed in Star Trek. We all want to see Star Wars. We want to believe this is true. This is why it keeps coming up. Even the cavemen wanted it to believe. That's why they named the stars after humans or gods. They, they made that connection. We are not alone. We are connected. And I think the Arantia book expatiates on this to a great degree. Again, that's a big reveal. Now you would argue, well, but it doesn't prove that there's that's not the point. For the first time, we have, a we have a document 
that gives a cohesive, logical presentation for the premise of there being multiple life. And when you read that, in, in any scholar, any academic could read it and say, it makes sense. Why wouldn't it be this way? If it was this way, it would be this way. That's what the Arantia book does. It, it provides a premise and then asks you to, to, to accept on the validity of the information being presented. Is it possible? Number nine, the difference between spirits, ghosts, angels, and other non-material personages are explained. We now know what everyone in the universe does. Again, we are so vague in our understanding and our concepts between spirits and ghosts and angels. Ask the average person, hey, yeah, I kind of believe they exist, but we don't know anything about them. The Arantia book fills that gap. We're also told, number 10, the relationship between mind, matter, and spirit forces are explained in a logical, cohesive manner. Number 11, we learn how our solar system was formed. And again, it's, it, as science progresses in its understanding of the fundamentals of the solar system, they become ever more in sync with the Urantia presentation. The Urantia presentation is 100 years ahead of its time. We also know, number 12, where God lives. It actually explains his home, the Isle of Paradise. Number 13, how God's spirit indwells us and its purpose, fully explained. Now we know the difference between a person's spirit and a person's soul. Number 14, the entire life of Jesus is re-represented. Many mysteries are explained in full detail. 15, how man evolved from the very beginnings of life, a step-by-step -step narration of how we came to be. Number 16, where many of our customs come from, it's time to take a crash course in human behavior. Your Antia book goes to great lengths to explain everything that we didn't know about ourselves prior to the beginnings of written language. The Sumerians were really the first 2000 BC in Abraham's time. That's where writing truly began, at least for the, the Occident. That's where a lot of our old stories are told. Genesis, Exodus, those are all a composite of early writings that go back to that day and even 30, 50,000 years in the past in fragmented form. So the Urantia book brings us up to speed on everything that happened from the time Earth began as a, as a satellite of the sun and everything up to the time of history, written history. That's a revelation. Also, we learn about the story of Adam and Eve. We learn about ancient aliens, who they were in prehistory and their influence in history. We also learn of the history of many of the world's great religions. If you follow Buddhism, you'll want to know how did Buddhism really begin? If you are a Hindu, or even a Christian, or even a Jew, you can learn about your own early history and how those faiths developed over time and where they find their influences. We also learn who the devil is. 
Urantia Book presents a narrative about Lucifer, Satan, and Caligasi as three bona fide spirit personalities and their participation in the Lucifer Rebellion. And then, not only was it an actual event, but it had a, a tremendous repercussion on our own development as human beings, and all of it is extensively explained. Uh, the introduction of the concept of Morancha is a revelation. Morancha, the intervening stage between the physical life and spiritual existence. Morancha brings together the philosophy of the reality that while it is a physical universe, it also contains spiritual forces, spiritual personalities, and they coexist with us in the Morancha phase. What is that expression? The, the wharf is physical. The, the wolf, no, the warp is physical, the woof, morontial. Now look up the word woof. All right. What angels and other spirit personalities actually contribute to universal growth. So the revelation is not only about our own destiny as human beings, but a revelation about the destiny of everybody in our universe and the eventual emergence of the supreme being, the second stage of God's own evolution, which we've talked about before on these podcasts. And then I'll enlarge upon these separately, but for now, there are just 22 big reveals you will find throughout the 196 papers, and that's what we're going to talk about in our book. So uh, just a little bit of a drop about that as we wrap up this edition of the Rancher Radio Podcast. And next time up, we'll talk about reincarnation and some other good things that I want to share with you. Until then, don't forget to follow us on our website, urantiaradio.net. It's a great resource for news and information. There's things going on in the Urantia community that you want to keep on top of. And instead of going to four different sites, you can go to one, urantiaradio.net. Until next time, I'm Jim Watkins. And uh, thank you again for joining me on the Urantia Radio Podcast.